Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome or welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I'm Elle, and I am a mindset and manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you. I am so excited to be back with another episode, and today's episode, I am going to be diving into the upcoming Saturn in Pisces transit, which begins March 7th, and it will last until 2025 when it will be going then into the sign of Aries before it then retrogrades back into Pisces for a little bit. So this is a long transit. It's about a three-year transit, a three-year collective, um, I guess, new chapter, um, new lessons coming in, all of that good and maybe the bad and the ugly. Now, most astrologers, they can, well, not most, but there are astrologers out there that can make Saturn seem extremely challenging, scary, where, you know, all of a sudden we're starting to fear this transit. Yeah, Saturn is harsh, right? It's a harsh planet. It brings lessons. It brings opportunity for soul growth. Essentially, if you're out of alignment, Saturn can come in and be like, okay, let's just do a little bit of work, right? To get back into alignment with where your soul is wanting to go. And so if you allow yourself to be open to the challenges, to the setbacks, to the delays, the blockages, and you learn from them, you embrace the lesson, then you can then become rewarded when you keep going, you don't give up, and you embrace the lesson, you learn it, and you move forward. Because Saturn does want to reward you. Saturn is the teacher, is kind of how I look at Saturn, to be honest. And I have this interesting perspective on what I believe we are here doing on this planet, on Earth. I truly believe that we are wanting to learn how to embrace our emotions and learn lessons from our emotions for soul growth. And sometimes that's harsh. Sometimes that's hard because sometimes it comes with these moments where we're learning lessons that also bring painful emotion. But when you look at the setbacks, the challenges, the delays, the blockages as opportunity to really just learn from it, I find that it gets a little bit easier. So in this episode, I want to kind of just bring in some tips that I have when it comes to dealing with this Saturn in Pisces transit. And I'm really just hoping that this will help you over the next three years if you just embrace some of these tips. Now, Saturn is going to be affecting everybody differently because it, of course, depends on your transit chart as a whole, on your natal chart as a whole. Everybody has their own natal chart, and it also depends on what house Pisces is in for you in your natal chart, what house Pisces rules over, because that is where Saturn will be hanging out over the next three years for you. So, for example, I'll just quickly run through, like, if Sa- if you have Pisces, if you're a Pisces rising, then you have Pisces ruling your first house. Therefore, you're learning lessons in regards to your sense of self, your identity, um, your appearance. You may start feeling really critical about your appearance. You might start feeling like you need to 
work on your appearance in some way. There could be self-doubt when it comes to your appearance, things like that, your physical self, or you could be having a complete identity switch, right? Where like all of a sudden you're seeing yourself from a new perspective. You're wanting to change up your identity in some way. You're learning a lot about yourself. Your self-awareness is heightening. You may be taking on more responsibility, but the responsibility, although it may feel challenging at first, it actually provides a lot of reward. Now, if you have Pisces ruling your second house, then this brings in lessons related to finances, your values. You may experience setbacks, delays, blockages when it comes to this area of your life, or you could be taking on a new level of responsibility that actually allows you to become more financially disciplined and be able to grow your income or your finances and be able to make big purchases. And yeah, maybe you won't be able to make that purchase right away. There may be roadblocks before you're able to make a big purchase that you wanna make or before you're able to see the income that you wanna see. It's all about learning how to be receptive and really learning how to value yourself and your self-worth. And as you do that, you begin to become more open to receiving and then you will then get blessed financially. Then if Pisces rules your third house, this is all about communication, short distance travel, siblings, connection relationships with your neighbors, people in your immediate environment, your immediate environment in general. You may find that communication is a little bit difficult or challenging for you, or you may be working really hard to improve communication, especially with your siblings or your relatives or, you know, people around you. You may find that short distance travel is really like irritating or frustrating, but overall at the end of this three-year transit, you'll find that the way that you communicate with other people and interact with people in your day-to-day life is going to be improving a ton. You also may find that you're working on something on social media or like, I don't know, really wanting to ground your thoughts and write something or research and learn. You could be really like taking in a lot of knowledge at this time. Then if you move to the fourth house, if Pisces rules your fourth house, this is home and family, okay? So you may find delays, restrictions, blockages when it comes to home and family, maybe difficult situations with family members, but this is an opportunity to work on healing that connection with your family. Anytime you have a trigger come up within your family, kind of do that inner work to reflect on, you know, what this is trying to teach you. Do you need to set stronger boundaries with the ones that you love? Are there, you know, mother wounds that you really need to work on healing? And maybe you are getting really disciplined and structured when it comes to where you want to live. Maybe you want to move and maybe you won't be able to move right away, but that doesn't mean that you'll never be able to move, right? This means that you can now set a plan of action to make that move without moving too quickly, right? Because anytime the universe puts a delay, it's usually because there is a divine reason and purpose for this. Sometimes we think the timing is right and the universe is like, you know what? No, like this the timing is not right. There is a better time for this to play out for you and you may not be able to see why yet, but in the near future, it will all make sense. And then moving to the fifth house, okay? So if Pisces rules your fifth house, 
I personally just went through this. So the fifth house is all about creativity, your inner child, creation, how you create and show up and express yourself to the world, right? And how you connect with children. And it even talks about dating life, like dating people, your romantic life, how you receive pleasure. Now, from my own personal experience, when Saturn was transiting my fifth house, it was a difficult time, I'm not gonna lie, because I so badly wanted to be a mother. And if you've been listening to my podcast and you follow me, you know that it has been a struggle. I am coming up now on almost two full years of trying to conceive my first child with no luck. And it really does suck. I have to say, like, when these delays and blockages happen, it does suck because you want something so badly and you feel like you're never going to get it right? Two years, I mean, yeah, that feels really freaking long, doesn't it? If you think about it, it feels long. But in retrospect, it's really not that bad. And I have had to process the emotions and every day I am still processing the emotions of this delay and of this block. And it wasn't just, you know, the blockage of being able to have a child of my own, but it's also a creative block for me where I felt really burnt out creatively. I felt really drained creatively. How I was showing up and expressing myself in this world changed drastically. I worked on healing my inner child and that was a mix of emotions that came to the surface and things that I had to work on and process that I didn't even realize were bothering me so much. And I worked on healing my connection with my father. I worked on, you know, allowing myself not to be afraid to speak up. Like even on this podcast, sometimes I talk about my thoughts openly and I never thought that I would ever do that because I was so fearful of criticism, judgment, from others, getting to a point where I can say, it does not matter. Everybody is allowed to think how they want to think and we're allowed to show up in this world how we want to show up and really owning my authenticity the best way I can, I think has been a big milestone during this transit for me. So that's something you can look towards or, you know, possibly that could happen for you during that transit if you have Pisces ruling your fifth house. Then the sixth house, this is all about health, wellness, your routines, your day-to-day routines, how you structure your day-to-day life, your work life, even your work as well. So this is really all about bringing more structure to your routines to make sure that you're taking care of your physical health. If you have not been prioritizing your health, Saturn may come in to be like, okay, it's time to like wake you up a little bit and let you know that it's time to focus on your health. It's time to focus on creating structure in your routines, which is really fitting for me because Saturn is going to be transit my sixth house. And on the previous episode, I talked about how I need to put structure behind my routines and really take my health and my routines more seriously. So that's very fitting. You also may find that you start being really disciplined when it comes to a hobby of yours or a career of yours that you really want to, you know, bring to fruition here. So you really want to be mindful, however, of burning yourself out. Finding a work-life balance is really important. Being able to find balance between prioritizing your needs and the needs of others during this time would be really important. Then moving to the seventh house. The seventh house talks about relationships. So you may find that there's delays and blockages when it comes to your relationships. And I know that sounds really shitty and scary, but the thing is, is that you're going to be able to figure out who is 
good for you and who it does not serve you any longer, who is draining you, who is deceiving you, okay? So this is really all about working through your relationships and letting go of those that are no longer aligned so that you can make room for more positive, uplifting, warm, loving connections. And you may feel kind of isolated during this time, depending on where you are in your life and what you're needing to learn, but setting boundaries within your relationships is going to probably be a huge lesson for you over the next three years if you have Pisces ruling your seventh house. Then we move on to the eighth house, which is all about intimacy and investing and, you know, other people's finances. It also talks of death. And now this isn't to say like, oh my gosh, be fearful. All of a sudden people around you are going to die, da 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 or all of a sudden you're going to lose all your money if you invest it, blah, blah, blah. No, this is more so just a time for you to really get disciplined when it comes to your finances, where you're investing your money and your time and your energy. Are you investing your money, your time, time and your energy wisely? How are your taxes, documents, all of that? You really need to just bring that into focus and get that aligned and situated. You may even be investing in like a financial advisor or something like that. This is also a time for you to work on your intimate connections. You may find that intimacy is a struggle for you at this time. You may feel being intimate with other people is really hard for you or there's a lack of it. And this is all about learning how to be vulnerable with people and working on vulnerability. And it's also about working through your fears, your biggest, deepest, darkest fears that may overpower you and really working on your fears and reframing your mindset and letting it all go. And maybe even you have a fear of death working on that. Then we move on to the ninth house. This is all about travel, foreign travel. You may find that, you know, there's travel opportunities that pop up, but for whatever reason, something happens where you're not able to go, or you feel like you're restricted in some way from feeling free. Um, You may find that your thoughts are really rigid at this time. Your beliefs may feel really rigid, or you're really working on transforming your beliefs so that you have a better perspective of the world around you. And you may even be planning a long distance travel opportunity. And maybe it won't happen right away, but it very much will happen in the near future. So do not get discouraged. And on top of that, You could also be wanting to go back to school or like learning something new and getting really disciplined when it comes to learning something new, higher learning, higher knowledge, um, higher education, all of that. And you also may be re-evaluating your spiritual beliefs, religion, things like that, especially with Pisces energy. There could be this like moment where you're kind of like, hmm, what are my spiritual beliefs? What do I believe in? And how should I go about this moving forward? Then the 10th house, this is all about your career and your public image, public recognition. So you may find that you have challenges when it comes to your career. You may find that maybe there's either setbacks, delays, blockages that you have to work through, or you're really getting so disciplined when it comes to your career that you're taking on a lot more responsibility. So it feels really draining at first, but If you stay dedicated and you work through any delays, challenges, and blockages that come up, at the end of this three-year period, you could have completely transformed and changed your entire career where now you're building your career on something reliable, sturdy, and strong. So it's possible that you had to lose one job that was not meant for you and 
you know, this the foundation of that job was just not sturdy and strong and structured and stable. And now there's an opportunity for a new beginning when it comes to your career and you're building something strong, stable, structured that will last a long time, okay? So that's something to be mindful of. Then moving to the 11th house of networking and friendships, it's very possible that you are feeling a little bit alone, feeling like you don't have friends that you can rely on, or you may find that there's a struggle when it comes to networking or connecting with friends, things like that. But at the end of this transit, you're going to realize who is meant for you, especially in friendship, and who maybe doesn't have your best interests at heart. You also are getting really clear on your hopes and dreams, getting really structured on what you want in the long term. And at the end of this, you may also have made really great networking connections with other people. You may be working really hard on building like a online business, but it, it won't take off right away because Saturn delays. But if you keep at it, you don't give up and you learn any lessons from the setbacks, the challenges, there is so much potential for it to take off in the near future, okay? So again, don't be fearful that it's not going to work out. Don't be fearful that you're going to lose all your friends. You know, you may lose a friend or two, but if you lost them, it's most likely because they were not good for you anyway. And there is so much better coming in. Then we move to the 12th house lastly, which is all about like kind of like um, your subconscious mind. So you may find that a lot of subconscious thoughts are coming to the surface, issues from the past are coming back around because it's time to work on it, emotional baggage from the past is coming back back around because it's time to process it and heal and move forward and clear out karmic cycles, clear out karmic relationships. You know, you may be trying to better your mental health. You may decide to go to therapy is what I was trying to say. And really processing your emotions, your thoughts, and your mental state. Now, the 12th house can be really self-sacrificing as well, so it's really important to make sure that you're setting strong boundaries between you and other people so that you're not getting taken advantage of and that you're not giving too much to other people and not enough to yourself, you should also really connect with your spirituality. Really put structure behind your spiritual practices, your spiritual routines, and things like that because that's going to be really important during this time. All right, so that is a brief kind of overview of what each house represents and how Saturn can affect it during this transit. If you want a more personalized reading where I look over your entire transit chart and deliver you messages based on what I see, then you can check out the show notes below to get a reading done or check out my website, lduclose.blog. I'll also be sharing personalized based on your rising sign messages over on Instagram at lduclose. And I want to just make you aware, Saturn in Pisces, I think, is going to bring a lot of scammers, fraud uh, to the surface in the spiritual community. So be mindful of people who message you telling you to pay for a reading, especially if it's me, okay? Because I would never do that. I would never message you and ask you to pay me for a reading. That's not what I do. I wait for you to reach out to me and I only offer this on my one Instagram account, E-L-L-D-U-C-L-O-S. There are other Instagram accounts out there created pretending to be me and I do not want you to get sucked into that deception. So be mindful of that, okay? All right, now without further ado, let's jump into today's episode where I'm going to be sharing tips 
for this transit. Let's get into it. So getting into these tips, the first tip that I really want to give you is to learn how to surrender. This is hard. Surrendering is hard, right? Because as humans, we want to try to control everything. Our ego does not like to surrender. It wants to know the outcome. So in order for us to have some sense of peace of mind, we feel like we need to control situations because it feels like it gives us a better handle over the outcome. But Saturn in Pisces, this is all about learning how to surrender control, learning how to surrender to the universe, letting go of resistance, especially when it comes to things that you really want in your life. And to kind of go back to like what I was talking about with my Saturn return in Aquarius. Now, if you have your your natal Saturn in Pisces, you are about to experience your Saturn return during this Saturn in Pisces transit. And this is a moment where you're really learning how to, I don't know how they say it, like not grow up essentially, but like it's a maturity thing. It's a new level of maturity and you're learning a lot about how to take more responsibility for your own life, in my opinion. And with my experience with Saturn transiting my fifth house and going through my Saturn return, I so badly wanted to try to control my journey when it came to trying to conceive, right? I was extremely rigid about it in the beginning. I was like tracking everything constantly. I was constantly worried about it, constantly stressed about it. And you know, anybody who has struggled with infertility would probably understand how exhausting and draining it is to track so intensely and to be worried about having sex at the right time during the right moment, you know, only having a couple of days where you're able to get pregnant and really learning how to surrender and let go and trust in divine timing was a lesson that I had to learn. And that was really hard for me. But coming out of this transit still, you know, I just got my period today. So I mean, I'm kind of feeling all sorts of ways because this just means this is another cycle where I have not been successfully able to conceive. But I've kind of come to a point in my life where I'm like, okay, you know what, I'm gonna accept this because the timing is clearly not right. Clearly right now is not the time for me to have a child for whatever reason. There is something else I'm meant to be doing right now. So instead of trying to control it so heavily and be so fixated on the fact that it's not happening, what if I, you know, let go, I surrender, and I trust that the universe has a plan for me. Trust that in divine timing, it's all going to work out. And that can be really scary, right? Especially when you don't have somebody there telling you it is going to happen and this is when it's going to happen, right? Because now I'm kind of sitting here like, okay, it's not happening right now. Do I know if it's ever going to happen? I don't know. It's a mystery. It's unknown to me. Nobody can tell me that I'm going to conceive exactly on this day. So that part is a little scary because there's always the, well, what if I never can? What if I never do? And that can be scary to think about. But 
it's really trying to find the peace in the unknown, right? The peace in surrender and letting go of the outcome and just allowing your life to unfold naturally, allowing your life to unfold the way that it's supposed to without trying to control every little thing in your life, trying to micromanage everything so that it all plays out according to some elaborate plan that you have in your mind and really just trusting that everything is unfolding for you. And yeah, it sucks when you can't get what you want when you want it because (laughs) trust me, I am someone when I want something, I want it now and I don't want to wait. I have really had to work on patience for a really long time when it comes to things that I want because I have so much fire in me I have so much determination to get what I want when I want it, but I have to learn how to let go of that a little bit. I have to learn to be more receptive to what the universe has planned for me right now rather than thinking I know better. And I think that's the hardest part, right? Because we want to th- we want to think we know it all. We want to think we have all the right answers. We want to think that we know what we need, but we are co-creators with the universe that's what I believe. And so when you surrender to the universe and you say, all right, you know what? I'm going to let go of control. This is not happening right now and that's okay. And I'm going to process the emotions that come up to the surface because trust me, I have had to process many emotions and it's still a work in progress because it's not easy. It's not easy to process our emotions. Let's be honest with ourselves for a moment. It sucks. It sucks to have to deal with the hard, heavy emotions. But if you ignore them, you just allow them to to sit within you, to be stored within you, and you don't actually allow yourself to be open to releasing. And releasing your emotions can be so fulfilling. So let those emotions out in the healthiest ways that you can. Because I think we like to push away hard emotions, especially anger or sadness or pain, hurt. And we we think of them as these bad emotions that we should never feel. Or like as soon as anger comes to the surface, you want to start punching holes in the wall and screaming your head off. And you know what? Maybe that's what you need to do. Maybe you need to punch a punching bag. Maybe you need to punch a pillow. Maybe you need to scream into a pillow. Maybe you need to cry so hard out of frustration. I've been there. I've done that. Let those emotions out. And I know how freaking hard it is when things are not going at the speed at which you wish them to, okay? But I promise you, when you start to surrender and you start to live in flow, you'll find that life moves a lot quicker for you. And I know that sounds strange, but it's almost like you start to no longer pay attention to the timing so much that when it finally does happen, it'll be like, wow, okay, here it is. And it will just it, it will feel like an unexpected reward. And I feel like that's kind of what Saturn is. It's like an, it's not an unexpected reward in a sense, but if you surrender to the delays, the challenges and the blockages and just accept the lessons to come from them, eventually you will get rewarded. So moving on to the next one I have for you, it's embracing your intuition and your spirituality and figuring out what spirituality means for you. I do think that we're going to have challenges when it comes to spirituality within the collective because Saturn does, it can create challenges. So I do feel like there's going to be, like I said before, deceptiveness, um, illusions, people actually seeing illusions within certain spiritual communities, I think is going to really start to be a focus as well. But what is so, so important is for you to figure out what spirituality means for you and not what everybody else is telling you it means, right? Because I can sit here and tell you what I think it means for me, but that does not mean 
that you have to take that and and in turn say that is your belief and that is what it is for you. It's really about kind of looking through all of it and figuring out what resonates with you and what doesn't, what feels good to you and what doesn't. And I've struggled a a long time with my spirituality because I have grown up in a family that has really religious views and can at times feel really rigid and really, um, what's the word? I don't even know what the word is, but it, it seems strict. And when I was younger, I was fearful of, you know, going to hell. I was afraid that if I didn't pray at night, my family wouldn't be safe. And I was afraid that if I didn't pray at night, something bad would happen to me. These were like fears I actually had. And so whenever somebody mentioned the word God, I would get very triggered. And that's why I still struggle to speak of God using the word God, right? Because everybody has their own belief in what God is. Source, the universe, spirit, whatever it is that you believe in. And so I think for me, I'm really trying to work through the conditioned beliefs from religion in my upbringing and kind of figure out you know, what is for me and what's not and kind of getting comfortable with the word God and finding my own meaning when it comes to God rather than the religious belief of what God is and who God is. So that's kind of something I'm working on. And I think that this is a great time for you to do the same, to really figure out what spirituality means for you, what God means for you. Is it, you know, if you prefer universe, source, spirit, whatever it is, because I know religion and spirituality is a really touchy topic for many people because of some of the extreme rigid beliefs that religion can teach. But I will say that it is so important to connect with your intuition. If you do anything at all, connect with yourself. Go within and connect with your intuition because Pisces energy can so easily be deceived. It can be open to illusions. So you have to set strong boundaries, which is actually my next tip, which is make sure you're setting strong boundaries. Look at your life and try to figure out where you may be giving too much or where you may be not seeing things very clearly, where you may be draining your energy. Where do you need to set boundaries? That is so important during this transit. You're learning how to set boundaries and you're learning how to maybe say no, especially if you're a people pleaser, if you had people pleasing tendencies like I have had in the past and still I'm, like I said, I'm not perfect, I'm human. These are things that I'm constantly working on myself every single day. If you say yes to things that you know in your heart you don't want to say yes to, but you do it just because you're afraid of conflict, you're afraid to make people upset at you, you're afraid of how people will react if you say no. Well, Saturn in Pisces, it's time to start setting those boundaries and saying no when you want to say no and not saying yes just for the sake of it. Yeah, people might be frustrated with you when you start setting boundaries and you start saying no to things, but at the end of the day, you have to protect your energy. And when you are pleasing the people around you and you're not doing things that make you happy or you're draining your energy by doing things that other people want you to do when you don't wanna do it, that's not serving anybody. It's not serving anybody. So set those boundaries and be aware of deception because there is going to probably be this energy of deception, illusions, confusion. So keep that in mind. The next thing I want to say is to tap into your creativity. Get creative. This is a great time 
to get creative and to be disciplined when it comes to being creative. If you have wanted to start a creative project, do that now because Saturn is helping you bring structure to that. Now I will say, again, remember Saturn is a slower moving energy, so it's going to take time. It's not going to happen overnight, but this is great energy for you to really plan, get organized, and ground your dreams into reality here. So any dreams that you have or that you have been wanting to go after, now is the time to move forward with those dreams, to put those dreams into a plan and then take action on that plan and really allow yourself to be creative. And you may feel creatively blocked at times or you may feel like it's really hard to ground your your ideas, but there is so much potential for these dreams to materialize if you are taking the action. And I really want you to embrace your sensitive side, your compassionate side, okay? Because I think as a collective, this is a time for us to learn compassion. And I think many of us struggle with it because we, as a collective, we've been hurt many times. All of us have. There is not one single person out there who has never been hurt, who has never been done wrong, who has never had something traumatic happen to them, or, you know, we all have different levels of trauma. Everybody has had something happen to them that has brought them emotions that are painful, sad, hurt, resentment, all of these heavy emotions that I think now is the time to really process, to really work towards healing. As a collective, I think we are going to be working on doing that inner work to heal. And I find that healing is so, so important during this transit. So be open to embracing your emotions, embracing your sensitive side, do the inner work, work on healing, and learn how to find compassion. And not only compassion for others, but also compassion for yourself. Because I feel like there are so many moments in our life where things happen and things don't go according to plan and we start guilting and shaming ourselves. Now is not the time to do that. Now is the time to have compassion with yourself and to heal your past. And to go alongside this, I think now is also the time to make sure that you're not getting caught up in trying to take on everybody else's problems as your own. Because Pisces energy can so easily fall into this guilt, this self-sacrificing energy, this energy of wanting to help heal everybody around them, but that is going to be extremely draining and it's not your job to heal other people or fix other people or take on everybody else's problems as your own. Their problem is not your problem. Now, you can have compassion and want to support them and be there for them. And if they ask for guidance or wisdom that you may have that you can offer to them, sure, go ahead and do so. But if you're not setting emotional, energetic boundaries, during this transit, it may be extremely easy for you to take on the problems of other people and make them your own, which then completely depletes your energy, drains you, and can cause a lot of inner discomfort, inner disruption. So make sure you're setting those energetic boundaries so that you're not taking on the weight of the world's problems because that's not your job. And again, that goes back to making sure you're setting strong boundaries and making sure that you're prioritizing, you know, your needs as well as other people's needs and finding that balance. 
And the last thing I kind of want to mention, which I know this can be really triggering for some people, is this is the time to take accountability. Because Pisces energy can so very easily get stuck and trapped in this victim mentality. And I want you to know that your trauma is not your fault. However, it is your responsibility to work on healing from whatever happened to you in the past so that you can no longer repeat cycles, right? Because if you are hurting and you have resentment and you have all of this pain and you become stuck in this energy of, I am a victim of my circumstances and everything around me is out to get me and life doesn't want me to succeed, God doesn't want me to succeed, the universe doesn't have my back, everybody is against me, you are going to get stuck in that cycle in truly feeling like everybody around you is against you and everything around you is going to start reflecting that back to you because our external world is a reflection of how we feel within. And when you're so fixated on the fact that life is out to get you and that you are a victim of your circumstances, this then puts you in a position where you're not able to see opportunities to get out of this position. And this has happened to me before where I got extremely stuck in this mindset of you know, everybody is out to get me. I'm never going to be able to succeed. I I was born into a family that was not wealthy. And so like, what the hell? This sucks. Like, why? Why me kind of energy? And it's like, I didn't get all these opportunities that some other people got. So I'm going to be stuck, you know, being broke forever and life's never going to go my way. That does not help me. That kind of thinking does not help me. And something else to remember too, because positive toxic positivity is a thing, right? And I don't like that. I don't like toxic positivity. Creating a positive mindset, it does not mean that bad shit isn't going to happen to you. You can have the most positive mindset and life will still hit you right in the face. But having a positive mindset can help you react to those difficult situations in a better way that then creates a ripple effect so that those setbacks and challenges and shitty situations aren't holding you back because you're able to see it from a different perspective. You're able to see the lesson in it. You're able to grow from it and then you're able to find an opportunity to move forward. When you're stuck in a negative victim mentality mindset, you're not able to see the opportunities to move forward because you're so heavy in that emotion of just like the world is out to get me. That's all you're fixated on. And I've been there and that's hard. It's hard to come out of that. And I get that. And you have every right to feel mad, to feel sad, to feel frustrated, to feel angry. And you know, you you hate this person because they did this to you. I get that. I do. And some situations are a lot harder to really process and work through. Abuse exists and nobody wants to have to go through abuse and abuse is not your fault. And I know that that's going to take a long time to work through, to process, to heal from and move forward. And maybe it feels like that will never happen for you. But All I am saying is if you want to move out of a toxic cycle that you're stuck in where you feel like the world is against you, it's time to start taking a little bit of accountability for the choices that you're making now because you have the choice to change directions. You have the choice to make shifts, to not stay stuck in this situation where you feel like life is 
out to get you. You can start to choose to see life differently. You can start to choose to see life from a different perspective. And then you can start to choose to take action towards what you want in different ways that you've never done before. Because if you continue to stick to what's familiar to you, you will never be able to break free from that cycle. You're going to keep getting the same results every freaking time. The only way to get a different result is to make a change. Just keep that in mind. And I really hope that these tips will help you during this Saturn transit in Pisces. My thoughts are already kind of jumbled right now, but all I have to say is at the end of this cycle, you will have completed another chapter of this life and you will have learned another lesson. And I think that's a beautiful thing. When you become the student of life and you allow yourself to be teachable, the universe starts to work in ways that you have never imagined were possible. So be open to that. I am sending you so much love. Until next time. Mm -hmm.